0: Hello, welcome to Would Like to Meet podcast. I'm your host, Mairead Lachman, matchmaker and dating specialist, and the founder of LoveHQ.ie. I've successfully sent over 6,000 people on dates since 2016 with countless engagements, babies, marriages, long-term relationships, and millions of kisses along the way. This podcast will help men and women to embrace their single life, ensure positive dating experiences, have great relationships, never miss a romantic opportunity again and most of all, help you to find real long-term love with your someone special. Today, I'm joined by Fiona McCausland, mediator and conflict coach and the director of the Legal Aid Board's Family Mediation Service um, and this week's podcast. And we're talking about conflict and the art of arguing, because let's face it, sometimes (laughs) we do like a little bit of disagreeing. Um, It has to be done.
1: So welcome to Would Like To Me podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much indeed. So what is a conflict coach? Um so a conflict coach i I suppose if you just stand back Mm -hmm. for one minute and think of how you think about conflict yes so a lot of people the moment you hear the word conflict you go Ah! stress yeah yeah pain dreadful etc 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 but if you if you go beyond that okay and you actually uh, look at how we are as human beings Mm -hmm. um, we we are different so you and I are not going to agree about everything. No, of course not. Um, and and then if you bring men and women. And men and women. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and relationships. Uh, and, emotions, and not yes.
0: necessarily men and women. Women Ex- and women. Exactly. Men and men. But I'm saying there's, we're all completely
1: different. Exactly. Yes. exactly. And, and so there's a field of study in some way, but really service. It's really mm-hmm. about service. So if you're a mediator, you're a conflict coach, um, you understand that... How conflict works is a sort of human condition. Mm-hmm. And if you actually work out how to um, understand your differences, why you're shouting at each other, etc., cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you'll actually find a better way forward. So of course in Ireland we we have the experience mm-hmm. of famously called the Troubles, there's yes. been the Civil War, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of complex, so yes. as a country we we understand that conflict can be a dreadful thing. But within that, we've also got some of the finest mediators and conflict coaches and peacekeepers in the world. Uh, because of that, okay, so, so one kind of begets the other. They really had to. Okay. So that's the kind of big bit. Literally, a mediator or a conflict coach is somebody who will sit with a person or mm-hmm. two people and help them work out a better way of resolving what's going on. How successful is mediation within couples? Well, I suppose the starting point, if you were to look at, as you said, I was, I'm was, i director of the Legal Aid Board's Family Mediation Service, um, and there what we're doing is we're working with um, couples who've decided to either separate or they're living apart and they're wanting to try and figure out how to parent their children. So at that in that area of work, um, there's various figures. If two people are willing to sit down and actually work out a solution to their particular problems, you're looking at about 84-85% success rate. Um, If you're talking about complete resolution and transformation and a couple going from A to B to stay together, then I think quite often counselling is used as much as mediation. So I wouldn't know the figures for counselling, but mediation certainly is very effective when you're coming to mediate single issues. Okay, what are the main reasons that people argue? Because one of
0: the things that I (laughs) remember reading years ago when I was in a relationship that was coming to its kind of end (laughs) conclusion um, was one of the things I I kind of read and it kind of resonated with me is the stuff that you argue about at the beginning, Uh it tends to be the stuff that that finishes you in the end. And it was definitely in the relationship I was in, you know?
1: Yeah, it's... it that it, it's a good it's a good question in a sense because you're, you're you're probably right I mean most most of us it's it's that difference isn't it you know yeah. when you get together um, you fall in love you have an intimacy you have a, a wish to be together rose and tinted glasses. Well,
0: pheromones Maybe. all yeah, the different right, chemicals
1: that's right, that's right. podcasts about all of this that's stuff it. so and there's a lot going on yeah, yeah. and then and mm. the and the differences that you might have at that time you know um i want to live in the country no i want to live in the city you know i want 17 children i don't want children at all etc 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 they they're pushed to the the back you know because yes. y- the relationship is prime yeah uh, and and you travel on into the relationship like that and and what you see coming out the other end for want of a better way of putting it is that the couples that would sit in front of us who have had long marriages or long relationships they've they've quite often they've either um grown apart so all of those other issues that have come into their lives and they've dealt mm-hmm. with them they've maybe um focused on the issues and not the relationship or um they've lived a life that hasn't made sense to them so they have yeah. moved to the country because they so love their partner yes but actually 15 years down the road it's you know not i've be. not been able to do x or, or Z. i've not been able to follow my career this yeah. isn't enough for me um and and it's in a sense as a kind of um, snap back of the boundaries um possibly i mean i i, I hate using the phrase communication Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it is so but important. It, 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 yeah, I mean, like, you, you do find... the. Do you know, there's a point at which you can't get it back. Okay. That's, that's the one thing There is a the point where yeah. you can't get it back. I I think so. I mean, that's okay. my own experience of working as a mediator... You know, hundreds of couples later uh, working uh, in, in the service um, and working with staff. Th- th- that's the one thing, you know, th- it's not possible to... Ru- what is that? You is know. it
0: time? Is it emotion? Is it hurt? Um, you know, mm. like... Yeah. I, what I, I, kind of... Is there certain things that you're like that almost when you see it, you're like, well, this is
1: the end here now? It's, it's maybe intention as part of it. You both have to have the intention Mm -hmm. to want to do the work to get it
0: back. Something I often say is for a relationship to work, two people need to want it. Exactly. And want so the same thing. So that's the same as you are saying. Is it's yeah. intention? Is yeah. the intention. Yeah. It's the want the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and
1: I mean, look, I, I, I'm deliberately leaving aside um, mm. the sort of relationships that are problematic. You know, we're mm-hmm. not going into the coercive control or all of that. We're talking yes. about your normal mainstream relationships. Think it's okay. easier yes. to, to discuss those. Um, so, you know, if, if, you, if you meet a couple who are thinking about separation, then... More often than not, one is further down the track than the other. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And and quite often what you're doing is you're helping the one that's not at that point Mm -hmm. thinking, actually, I can't do this on my own unless this other person wants it to.
0: Yes, or is it going to even sacrifice or... Yeah. even put in a little bit of energy into yeah, it Yeah. Um, I suppose a lot of the people that we listen to this podcast are single they're yes. looking to meet somebody they're, the they're looking to the go <laughs> yeah they are but like you know um, it is a journey and so much yeah, of the stuff absolutely. has to be put in at the foundation stage um, like I would often see and I know I've in, been in relationships myself that yes. I've we'll say ignored the red flags at the beginning or ignored, I don't know mm-hmm. if the red flag's the right word, but ignored things that, because I, ju- I wanted the relationship or I yeah, wanted absolutely. the person And the bigger point. Yeah. Is there anything that you kind of think before entering into a relationship, you know, um, that they could be setting themselves up for now while maybe they're still single or at the initial stages to yeah. ensure
1: they don't have to come to you later down yeah. the line? Now, at the risk of um, sounding terribly... Um, like the mother of my two children. I have yes. a 25-year-old daughter and a 23-year-old son. And what I would say to them is get to know yourself. Yes. You know, actually get to know yourself. Be, be content. I, I think contentment is far better than trying to be happy. Happy is exhausting. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. <laughs> and, you, know, you I, know, I often meet people actually yeah. for matchmaking and they yeah. come into me and they're so happy, but they're happy for other people. Yeah, yes. They're the person that people expect yeah. them to be, you know, and
1: it, I yes. get that, yeah. So so what? know what makes you content Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think also I think I thought you said something really interesting that I want this too much I'm and you know I mm-hmm. I missed the red flags or I ignored the red flags because I wanted this That's that thing that we we all feel partic- particularly you know if if you're keen to have a relationship <laughs> Then you kind of load the dice to forgive a lot when yes. maybe. I- so, so that's the first thing I would say. Yeah. Learn to be happy in your own head.
0: One of the things you're saying there is the people that really, you know, that they do want it a lot. And very often when people come to me, they've been single for a long time. Yeah. So, they might have been single yeah. eight, nine, 10 years, maybe haven't dated since yeah. they broke up with yeah. someone in their 20s. I see a lot of that, that someone had a very long yeah. relationship, broke up with them in the 20s, and possibly didn't heal. Or someone in the situation that they're maybe were in a 20 year marriage and are back into yes, the dating world. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: so they're lonely. Okay, uh-huh. so I would. I, my advice also to me should be dating at least one person a month. And it's not mm. just a number. Yeah, okay, the numbers help. But it's not just that. It's for the mindset. And what you're saying there is that when people are lonely and starting into a relationship, yeah. they're less likely to see the red flags. They're more likely to jump yeah. into it. Yeah. They're also less likely to put their boundaries in place. So all of those things
1: that you're saying there were actually like, yes, it's, it's like exactly uh, on the same level, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of, one of I'm, I'm looking at collaborative studios up there in the window. Yes. The word's collaborative. Yes. Collaborative means strong in your own voice. Yes. And connected to the other person's voice. It doesn't mean small in your own voice and acquiescing to the other person's voice. Yes. And, and I think that's where we get a lot, you know, people often say to me, oh, mediation is about compromise. N- no, um, it's not about compromise. Sometimes compromises are involved. Mm-hmm. But, but, but that collaboration, that ability, I, I like that thing about dating. And I'm thinking of my mother now, who's, who's uh, 87 and had 60 years of marvellous marriage. My, my dad died last year at 93. Mm. But, but they had such a happy marriage. And she would say to her grandchildren, date, but don't commit Yes. And, and really, what, what, what she had in her life, and I think um, it, it's just what you're talking about, is there's a difference between dating and en- enjoying companionship at a sort of light level and actually committing to the relationship the yes. the whatever you'd know better than me whatever number of dates you're in and you're beginning to think this is an important relationship number three there
0: I we think. go <laughs> yeah i do i, I like literally straight off and we've talked about it before do you know well number well, three women well, decide and from that point on now men well, as well are a little bit that is so interesting day so three that. is a scary number for me when it's day because i'm like oh here we go it's good or bad yeah. now from here well, on i'll
1: tell you something interesting is that quite often a family mediation you would know by session three Okay. Whether or not the people you're working with are going to work at us are not. going to be able to. So there m- that's really <laughs> that's interesting. There's a sort of getting to know, being a little bit mm-hmm. standing on your guard, aren't you, to begin yes. with? Yes. With the date three, the date third stage, you're beginning to. I think a lot yeah, of ladies yeah, at this stage switch on are like,
0: mm, yeah, like him. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. And after this, he can tell you he's married, and you'll probably consider it. Or they'll—it's crazy, but yeah. after this, they might yeah. say to you, you know, I don't want to have children, and you do want to have
1: children. Now, I'm not
0: just saying men, but it's definitely day three
1: for ladies. Now, you see that. So that's something um, that's interesting because there's a there's a whole now maybe for a longer conversation, but there's a whole load of what they call conflict personality modes. Okay, it's, it's a balance of different things. So. What you're talking about there is acquiescing, harmonizing. Okay. So where the relationship becomes more important than the issues. So if I describe to you, I have a bottle of water sitting here, I you know uh, yes. I, I know you as a colleague, um, we might not have an argument about a bottle of water and I'm certainly mm-hmm. not going to engage in a long, mm-hmm. difficult, fraught argument about it, if it was a gold bar, yes. if it was a million euro yeah we might have a fight (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm sure there's been murders over let if I'm honest yeah (laughs) if we were sisters or if we were lovers or Mm -hmm. if we were you know the relationship mattered then we might try and negotiate it out so there's a kind of transactional piece there okay so it's the value to you it's of value to you so if you're at date three and 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 date four comes along and that's when you find out there's a Mm -hmm. marriage or there's a whatever you're more likely to be committed to acquiesce and harmonise and make it work than okay. if you heard it at date, date one. one, yes. Yeah, it's You're so more it's interesting. In. Yeah, absolutely. So if that's the first point, what what other? Um, okay. So so we have the acquiescing, harmonising, as I've already yes. said, which is strong relationship, not so strong in 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 self or or the issue perhaps. Okay. Um, And then the opposite side of that, uh, the opposite one would be forcing. So that's where the issue is really important. And I'm not regarding the relationship so Mm -hmm. importantly. And that could be somebody who doesn't value relationships you know, or it just could be. In this instance, I don't need to mind this relationship. there's no I, value to it. it yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I really want to argue over this issue. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, that's the gold bar between two uh, acquaintances rather than mm-hmm. the two the, the two friends. So, so, if that's the first point, you know, what other you said? There's five. What okay, else is yeah. there? So that's the acquiescing, harmonizing. So mm-hmm. uh, the one where the issue doesn't matter and the relationship doesn't matter. So you've you've maybe turned up at the first date. Don't don't. Look at you know not 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 this is yeah. for me. Kem's just not there, and also I'm not really sure I want to go to the pictures. That's avoiding. You head for the door okay. and you're out. Okay. Um, so then you have forcing. Now forcing is you know the, the, where you think of that is your kind of shark type business sort of head who okay. always wins. You know, win lose okay, yes. kind of. You know. Yeah. Quick decision. Uh, quick decision. Okay. Exactly. Um, and and typically you might find yourself in that zone when uh, you're going up to a counter. In mm-hmm. um, a public service or a shop where you've got no relationship with the person behind it, but you want this issue sorted out, okay. So you'll tend to be a lot more forceful and quite often use much stronger, passive language. aggressive, yeah, yeah possibly yeah. rude, yeah, 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 because you mm-hmm. want to get that delivered. And yes. the, and one of the things you know that that you if you're the person behind the counter mm-hmm. is that if you if you want to create a relationship and pull that person back, is you should come out. Okay. And shake the hand and then it breaks that fantastic or, or rather breaks it it connects the relationship yes. wise and then you have um, <laughs> compromise which is the one in the middle of all of them it's half of everything okay um, and so you either say you're half happy or half frustrated yes <laughs> you know you kind of you flip the coin and you go yeah. along with it not enough um, to maybe say that's it yeah. so I'm out the door but so yeah. typically that would be your second or third date where you know I like this person and I don't mind if we go to that restaurant or that restaurant mm-hmm. so let's flip because it's not going to matter that much yes. you know? and then the one that I was referring to earlier collaborative which Mm -hmm. is where we mediators really regard ourselves to be which is where you're able to voice your own concerns Mm -hmm. you're able to stand strong in your own space Mm -hmm. and you are able to take in the other person and their needs as an equal and the this the statement I I think that always goes with that is that compassion is different from indulgence okay so somebody who is collaborative tends to have compassion, uh, which is a strong sense of the other person's needs, but in a way that you can articulate them and keep your own frame, if you like. Okay. Whereas indulgence is that kind of indulging other people, you know, you're kind of, you know, this sort of old.
0: them, stroking their ego, that sort of stuff. Is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I but it's wish, not yeah. necessarily what they need, but it's what they want. Yes. Okay. Uh, and. Um, it's it's an interesting juxtaposition when you really sit with it and think about it. Um, and why they do it. Yeah. So if, you, if you've if you got a, a good relationship with somebody and you want the best for them, then how do you speak in a way that they'll hear you? Okay. Now this is, we're getting into the communication yes, thing. Okay. A lot of what we do in, in mediation and but conflict that's coaching. That's good, okay. So um, I... Um, I might say to you, um, you always. Mm. You're always late. Yes. Now, immediately I've accused you.
0: And straight away, I'm going to be on the defence. So yeah. I'm going to jump with, conclu- with an yeah, right. excuse. That's right. Or I'm
1: just going to say, look, I'm that's really it. sorry. But it depends
0: on many sorries you've that's done it. beforehand. It. Okay. Now, I'm
1: annoyed because mm. I've been standing in the November weather. Okay. And I've gone straight to... Um, Baseline tennis. Yes. All right. So there's a really interesting (laughs) field called called nonviolent communication. Okay. Which is helping me say to you what I want you really to hear. Okay. Which is not that you're always late, but actually... um, You're not respecting me. I've been standing here for a while and I'm really cold because you're late. And I really would ask you the next time we meet up, could you try to be in time? Okay. Now, do you feel the difference?
0: Yes. And had they said those things, it would be softer. Yes. But they really wanted to hear
1: you, so they said it strongly. Yeah. And I've been able to say, I am, in this case, cold. Mm -hmm. But the one that, um, you know, might be, again, we use this as an example when we're we're, uh, doing sort of training in, in family mediation areas, you never take the bins out. Okay. You know, Uh, I'm sure you hear that a lot, actually. Yeah, (laughs) that kind of thing. Now, that is never (laughs) going to land well with somebody else. It might be true. Okay. But we're not in the business of... Pointing and blaming. Pointing and blaming. We're in the business of relationship. And also, most importantly, if you think of collaborative, it's about the other person hearing how it's affecting you. Okay. So, you know, when I come downstairs... And yet again, the bins are there, and mm-hmm. they're not done. I just, I, I just feel so down because I just could do with you helping me. Yeah. Um, and this is actually called giraffe language. Oh, okay. Why is it called giraffe language? Because it's, it's if you have a nice, if you observe mm-hmm. and they are specific in a kind of detached way. Yes. When I came downstairs and saw the bin still there, and then you moved to the fact that the giraffe has a very big heart because mm-hmm. they've got to get that blood up. You know, I felt to what about your feelings? And then you go to the stomach. Apparently, mm-hmm. they've got two stomachs, or is that cows? I'm not quite sure. But anyway, go to. So I need. I really need you to pay attention to this. And then they've got a bit of a kick when they're So you go to action. Next week, do you think you could do that for me? Okay, it's a really cool thing. I taught my two kids it very early on, <laughs> so that yes. so that we could have a bit of kind of you know, yes. and, it, and it makes a big difference. You but know.
0: it also helps to build a certain level of of connection. I would think it because does. anything you're talking about with the person you're with that kind of talks about your feelings, I think makes them kind of or lets them understand you a little bit yeah. more because they that might not be an issue yeah. for them. Like they That's may right. really not care if there's five bins in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. So by telling That's them how it. you feel. It's yeah.
1: going to have a much bigger impact. And, and then if they say, well, look, I just don't see the bin when I come down in the morning because, to be honest, I'm so busy trying to get the baby mm-hmm. the bottle or whatever, whatever. Yes. Then you've got a conversation. Yes. Uh, because you're hearing something you might not have taken into account. Okay. You so know, or, or you say, well, okay, well, can we figure this out because it's really beginning to annoy me. But you're doing it. It, it. What's really interesting about any of this stuff is that it's giving you a voice and the other person a way in. So, um, you're moving away from that kind of accusatory, you know, people think that if you're strong and you say what you think, you're going to get somewhere. Well, are
0: you really? No, because I would 100% well with myself would say you will get 10 times further with me with honey than vinegar. Yeah. You know, if somebody says something nice, you know, Maraid, I'd like, you know, something different, whether it's in a business sense or a personal sense, I will, you know, really listen and try and do my best for the next time. But if someone comes in guns blazing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're really exactly. not going to get even
1: half it. Ex- exactly, and and it's it's very much, uh, you know. And I'm sure you've covered this in your in your various podcasts about the, the neuroscience of anger and all of that. That if somebody's, we actually frightened. covered the neuroscience of love only, not the oh, anger yeah. part yeah, yeah, but okay, you threw the other bit too, okay, yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, you know, um, one of the programs I did for schools. Um, uh, a, a number of years back, uh, talked about stop, ask, listen, and talk. Okay. So that stop—if if somebody is annoyed or you're annoyed, then it is the reptilian brain. It is a reactive part of the brain. Mm-hmm. You're, you're heightened. You're not using your best words. Okay. And um, it might be a powerful feeling, but are you empowered to say what you need to say? Yes. Yeah. So when you when you're looking at relationships, um, and you're—if if we—if we, if we walk back to what we were talking about earlier on. And you're you're beginning to invest in this relationship. You you are looking for how that other person responds to you being different. Yes. You know, it's easy. The stuff that we are similar around, mm-hmm. that's the easy stuff. The differences are the the areas that make the relationship marvellous. And that's back to what we originally talked yes. about: that, that that good conflict rather than bad conflict. You know, there, there's certainly you know myself and my own husband, there are certainly areas that we're very, very different. But then we complement each other. I walk out without the keys. He searches the house until every window's locked. And he knows he walked <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. He knows he walked out, so he just brings and them with him. Yeah, and I'm sure that's really irritating
0: for him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I'm sure it goes vice versa. In other exactly, exactly. Absolutely.
1: But uh, so, but but, but mm. what happens in a relationship is that it, it, if you think of those five modes, mm-hmm. that you can, you, you, well, the relationship at this point is worth enough. Yes. To rub to along around that. To negotiate
0: yeah. yeah, Yeah, Um. So I suppose from the point of, of starting out in a relationship, yeah. you know, the stuff you're saying there, um, I would think to myself then that it's very important that one, they're very comfortable in themselves. And we've said that numerous times in, with mm. different guests. But second of all, that they are themselves. See, see because
1: if you're not being yeah. yourself, the, you, you know, see, you see, I, so, sorry. I, I was, something that is not talked about enough, I don't think in my humble opinion is can you make your own decisions yes can can you decide for yourself that this is right for you i also can i add to that i think yeah. this is really important like
0: if you look at the statistics of the amount of relationships that are going to end in divorce unfortunately yeah. it is something yeah okay and i had a very unusual experience a few years ago, I went on holidays with a group of friends that I've been friends with for a very, very long time in my life. I'm hoping they don't listen to my podcast, but anyway. Um, went on holidays with them. And we're walking down the street, and I we didn't know where we were going. We booked a restaurant in this, so you know yourself. You're in, mm. We're in the middle of these windy old heritage kind of stone streets. We're walking down the streets, and we didn't know where we were going. So I said, here, I'll just get out Google Maps, and I started looking. One of the girls suggested we ring her husband back in (laughs) ireland to guide us to where we were going and i thought she was joking and i looked around at her and one of the other girls goes that's a good idea and i remember thinking to myself what these girls were so independent when i was growing up and now they have merged into we need to call my husband back home to figure out where the restaurant is 150 metres down the road um, and I just mm. honestly I was like girls come on now like I, I really just wanted to shake them there, there and then be like where's your independence you're fantastic you used to be really independent ladies so from that perspective I think it's so important can you make your own decisions mm. but you should continue to make your own decisions throughout your marriage and everything. And, or maybe not just your own together, but at least your voice be heard.
1: Yes, yeah. And and it's so interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, that gives me a really big ind- sort of idea of how important independence is for you. That's because I, I have
0: to be independent. Yeah, but also yeah. that,
1: that, that that type of relationship, you wouldn't want to see yourself. No, 100% not. Go into that. No. And, and, and that's part of this as well. Is this, do I thrive? Mm-hmm with this type of person. it's funny
0: because when I am with the man I like we one of the things we discussed in one of the other podcasts recently and um, one of our guests suggested that he would order sometimes for his partner if they were out and in the case that you're maybe having tapas mm. no problem order five six tapas there we'll get the, you order the bottle of wine that stuff doesn't matter but when it comes to like being completely unindependent. That's what I I felt yeah, yeah. in that moment was like,
1: Wow. Yeah. There's there's something actually in, in um narrative therapy and narrative mediation mm-hmm. where you have two circles standing yes. for the individuals and that the perfect relationship is when they intersect. So there's a bit of independence and a In-between, bit of dependence. Yes. And then you have the one where one circle goes right inside the other.
0: And nearly so more smaller.
1: that's a little little bit around your, how you yes. describe it. It's and actually then like your earrings. Are right yes, like they Yeah, they could do them like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny when I'm looking at your earrings. They're two circles. And then them. are the ones that never do actually meld, they stay apart. I mean, there's some yes. very interesting thinking around that. I think the reason I suppose I'm a little
0: bit with that, because I see the other side of it. I have yeah. clients coming to me that are divorced, that have come out of a 20-year marriage, that are back starting to date, that maybe had to start from scratch again. They had nothing to start from. They are slightly, sometimes I feel a shell of themselves. We have to do a lot of work on confidence, on decision-making, quite nervous in the big bad world, but would like to have love. And so I'm just would like to add to that because I recently did something with the Farmer's Journal. um, And one of the things I said is about... Two people coming into a relationship. And it's kind of something I noted myself when I was dating, when I've been dating through the years and dating different people is previously I may have given too much control to somebody based Mm -hmm. on the fact that they earned more money Mm -hmm. or that they owned the farm and the house that possibly I was moving into or their social status was bigger. So I felt that I needed to be the smaller person. And I was happy to be, I'm going to Mm see the word smaller person, but. I think at the beginning of the relationship you need to decide who are you going to be and also your voice still has to be you're still for 50% of that relationship regardless of how much money you're bringing how much mm. land whether you own the house or whether you don't own the house so I think it. I think yeah. it's an important thing to have thought about
1: yeah so there's a few things there I'm going to I'm go, mm-hmm. going to go back to you talking about um, people coming out of divorces because okay. that yes. I definitely know a lot about in terms of doing mediation and the, the service we provide um This is where the type of conflict and Mm -hmm. how it's all happened has a huge effect. Um, And where mediation um, and, of course, counselling and the the different sundry other services Mm -hmm. uh, that are there are utterly critical in how you go from the point of realising this is over to the point of being able to rebuild your life. Um, we can talk quite glibly um, of, of positive conflict, but it is hard fought in some ways, for yes. want of a better way of putting it. Peace is not passive. Mm-hmm. Peacemaking is not passive. Okay. Uh, you, you have to make some decisions. So when you're, um, when you're divorcing, um, you have a choice. You have a choice in amongst the pain and the anguish and the loss um, as to how you, how you deal with each other. And of course, there's going to be the arguments. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you're not at that point because it's worked. You're yes. at that point because it's it hasn't not worked. Yeah. Um, but yet, conflict is something, um, you know, the, the, the way I've, I've, I've often kind of des- described it as a, a sort of, it's like a river burbling along the terrain beside the path you walk, that it has a dynamic almost all of its own. It can kind of catch mm-hmm. out and all of that. And, and I think that um, the effect of, of fighting. Mm-hmm. over the children, fighting over the home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, has a huge detrimental effect in the long term. And more often than not, doesn't make that much difference to the outcome. Yes. Um so, you know, if you can get in, I mean, Ireland has a free family mediation service in the Legal Aid Board. Um, if you can get to a mediator, if you can have good people around you. Uh, to just help you manage yourself through this, then when it comes to the point you're talking about, wanting a new relationship, wanting to get out there, you won't be as um, you won't be as diminished. Yeah, for so sure. T- I
0: see it sometimes takes them years uh, well, to even
1: consider dating it, uh, again. I, I, I've, so, there's, yes, I mean, I've I've heard it said so many times that it would have been easier if the other person had died. Yes. And it takes five years to go over, uh, to, to grieve.
0: I, so. I've actually seen that firsthand yeah. with some of my clients in that if their partner had died they would one had the funeral they would have had sympathy they would have had time off work they'd have a widow's pension or a widower's pension they'd have support possibly from the family of the ex with the children (laughs) or they wouldn't and sometimes it's a case of like I've heard of couples that are married and after six years one of them has been ghosted I know a couple that actually I grew up with his children and he disappeared off the face of the earth. There is like private investigators have looked for him. He has mm-hmm. disappeared out of this mm-hmm. country. They cannot find him. Yeah. And that lady is left with all the debt yeah. of the house and everything.
1: And and so so th- so this is the this is the point at which you still have a decision. You know, um, those kind of situations we find ourselves in them. Um, mm-hmm. my, my dad always would say, nobody said life was going to be fair. No. it 's how you handle it that gives yeah, you your the bump future roads yes and and it's again it, it it can sound very glib saying that mm-hmm. of a given situation like you 're describing um, but conflict conflict as an in interpersonal arguing conflict flaring up all that kind of nasty stuff it its breeds in mm-hmm. the the ground of discontent um of bad humor of reactiveness Mm -hmm. it cannot breed in the ground where you take time to figure out how to talk and what to talk about and you actually get the support you need to do it and you know it's very hard you have to kind of shutter yourself off to the notion that um, you know um, but I don't deserve this or I deserve him or her to hurt okay well that may or may not be the 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 case but what will it take you and what will you lose in order for that to happen the best revenge is to live a good life yes and you've only you've only got yourself to live with absolutely and and so what you're talking about Mm. is 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 the confidence to start another relationship is priceless yeah it's having those skills to do that oh absolutely um And and so when you're coming out of divorce, coming out of separation, it's very hard when you're in it thinking there's a future at all. Mm -hmm. But you do need to remember that you will be okay again, and you've got a choice about how you become okay. So if somebody's disappeared off and if you're left with a mess, well you're left with a mess. mess. Get good people into your corner to help. Yeah, go and and talk to whoever you need to and get whatever support you can. Don't drink the poison of revenge and you know no. Because it's just, it's just you that then take, you, you, you lessen your chance of a strong future. Say you are starting
0: a relationship, okay? Yeah. And so there's three stages of love. One being the romantic stage, yeah. two being the power struggle, okay? <laughs> and this is where it's kind of lost. Yes. And third, in case anybody's wondering, is, there a, is the real love stage, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, So the power struggle stage, they're kind of starting out and we're talking yeah, about yeah. possibly um, <laughs> they're going on their dates and they realise I travel all the time I'm the one that always travels yeah. or I'm the one that always pays or I'm the one that yeah. they're always late and I'm standing in the November cold um should you say it or should you go with the flow like should you say things as they pop up like I always wonder to myself oh so, let's like, uh, not say yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. so I,
1: again so one of the things I like most about the training in mediation is that you learn how to say things okay. so you can say them okay. so it's not should you say it it's actually how do you say it Fantastic. in a way that's going to affect the kind of change you want so so back to the giraffe <laughs> okay yes all right so the giraffe is the <laughs> so think about it okay whoosh. so so um the, the first thing is okay you've got to you, you've gone through stage 1 mm-hmm. now as you've you've covered before in your podcast the permeable boundaries you know you've mm-hmm. sort of fl- flowers all over the place and then these boundaries snap back into place and you think now hold on a minute yeah you know um, it's the first question you have to ask ask yourself well is he worth it is she worth it
0: yeah
1: you know we're now beginning to invest a wee bit of time Mm -hmm. and then the second thing is well if they're worth it how do I bring it up Mm -hmm. Um, because if you don't bring it up it's going to be one of those things that just sit there. Well, it's but one of those things that will fester. Well, for yeah. me anyway, it'll explode after about the fifth So we're probably and better yeah. off to say something. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know whether or not they've come. Mm. You see, and do you know, years ago, somebody said, so I, I, I don't have, I don't get angry easily at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very even tempered. And Somebody said to me years ago, um, I, I don't think you care because you don't get angry. Now, to me, that is like an anathema. I don't get that way of okay. thinking at all yeah but for somebody else
0: you just manage your emotions better that's right? it
1: well it's not that it's just for them yes getting a bit angry and annoyed at something is a, is a proof of caring okay Whereas somebody who doesn't get angry and annoyed can't be caring that much about the issue so that's a different way of seeing the world so when you, you get to it. that point and somebody's paying all the time or whatever you can't presume that, so this is this is this is about assuming. So you've been paying for every single meal that we've mm-hmm. been going out for. I can assume that you're a bit controlling, that 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 you're paying for me and picking the restaurant and, mm-hmm. and all of the rest of it and I'm feeling a bit diminished. But but then you could be saying, paying again? Yeah. What's going on here? I'm yeah. doing all the work. So if I find a way of saying it or you find a way to say so look this is the fourth and I'm really this is great I'm having a nice time and we're enjoying it but I'm just wondering would it be okay if we just change how we do things a bit mm-hmm. so you're walking in, into things so I'm I'm just wondering maybe I'd quite like to pick the next place or I'd like to yes do you know do you hear how that sounds yes. it's it's a request Okay, you know,
0: what if they don't pick up on the request? Because I actually definitely had an ex-boyfriend that regardless, (laughs) I've I've only had a handful, but I tell you, they put me through the ringer enough to have my own podcast about this stuff. But like one of the things, regardless of where we went, so like we could talk about we're going to go to whatever restaurant at whatever time and... You know, if he booked it, fine. But if I booked it, it would always have to be changed, whether it's by a half an hour, whether it's a different restaurant. Uh, In a couple of weeks or a couple of months in, I was like, why does it always have to be changed? If I... So what did you say to him? Uh, At the time, I just said to him, do you realize that every time, I I said, do you realize that every time I book the restaurant, we have to change the reservation? Like, do I need to run things by you more? Or like, if we say we're going for dinner on Tuesday evening and I'm like, okay, well, I know this area better. Well, I book the restaurant. And like, he was like, yeah, Grant, whatever. But then... (laughs) change it again and I was like oh
1: my god this is insane so I suppose then that's that's so you're at step two of your three stage yes you know that's when you're going can I live we didn't get to stage three there you go (laughs) And that you've answered your own question yeah no I I think with step two um that is testing the boundaries so Mm. um back to my lost keys or my not knowing where my keys are it didn't annoy um you know, yeah, Michael it didn't me annoy enough, me, so but yeah. I was just like, "This yeah. is weird." Yeah, no, but it clearly indicated something to you. Yeah, that, that was there was that there was something for you. Was, yeah, it yeah. did. I felt that it was like, you yeah. needed to be a little bit powered, and, and that's the that's the most important, I th- I think coming. Again, back to what we're talking about in terms of good conflicts and all of that. The most important thing to know is we're all different. And, and we say that again, very kind of, oh, we're all different. But actually, we see the world through different eyes. Okay. So if you assume something about somebody else, you might be wrong. You might be mm-hmm. right, you might be wrong. Uh, so, so the situation you're talking about there, um, for you, that just wasn't working. That's okay. Somebody else might have been okay yeah. with that. And it doesn't matter. You know, yes. um, it's what... I mean, a relationship should be a safe place that you're nurtured. Okay. Um, and the collaborative aspect is that you can actually argue or you can mm-hmm. disagree, but somehow there's there's a nurturing within that. Um, you know, it, it's um, not destructive to you. Can I ask you about how people argue? Again,
0: yeah. another relationship, because I think it is... I do base a lot of the questions that I ask yeah. on past relationships so that I suppose that kind of people learn from my mistakes as much, because I know back then when I was in the middle of it, I was like, I will draw from anything to help sort this out. Um, The way people argue. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like... My house growing up, there's three girls yeah. in the house. We actually didn't, you know, the way most you think most girls would kill each other over clothes, it helped that I was completely different size to my sisters and there was four <laughs> years in between all of us. So that did help. Yeah. And now they're living all over the world and I'm the only one yeah. in Ireland. But um so we didn't argue, argue. We'd say that kind of annoys me or it, there was never yeah. anything of peak, we will say, or screaming I can't remember a screaming argument ever in the house. But I remember dating an ex of mine, and if we ever had an argument, it would turn into, like, everything. Like, everything you've ever Mm. done would be brought up. Like, real shouting and... I used to find it extremely stressful I was scared I would mm-hmm. I definitely went into fight or flight I always would run which then turned into him always saying you always run away from arguments but I actually just couldn't cope with the so, wowness yeah. of it all yeah,
1: so what you're describing there so yeah absolutely there's lots and lots mm-hmm. and lots of different ways of arguing and that's something we check in a lot around when we're working with mm-hmm. couples because we want to keep them safe we want to keep them psychologically safe and we are asking them to argue yes in essence okay um, so you're describing your sisters and yourself as healthy arguing. Okay. So you you can say something to one of your sisters and it doesn't turn into as you're describing with your ex. Shouting or anything, nothing crazy. So what's happening that. with your ex there is you're pressing on his status. Mm-hmm. There's something in his past where when you disagree in a certain way on a on a certain thing, it's about questioning his status. Not, okay. not literally coming yeah, out of your no, mouth, I understand but that yeah. feeling... His position feeling. within the relationship. So, or. so when, we have, um, when, when we feel our status, and, and mm-hmm. this, is, this is just um, feeling worthwhileness, yes. if you like. When we feel it's been questioned or when we feel it's been undermined, we'll go straight into um, defence mechanisms mm-hmm. for him. It was to then kind of pile up as many things as possible to make him feel as bigger, if he bigger, can bigger. argue back. Okay, right. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. this is the stuff so, that's important. to but, but then what happened to, you, know that, yeah. but see, what happened to you was really uh, quite interesting in itself because you're arguing on the issue. So remember mm-hmm. what we were talking yes. about earlier. You were arguing on the issue and you were probably expecting to be quite collaborative. Well, he'll have a view and I'll have a view and we'll discuss mm-hmm. the issue. Did it, 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 it. Of course, he went straight to a place where it was... Forcing, It was like dragon breath, dominance. you know, like fire. Yeah, it was yeah. A dominance. So he had to dominate. Mm-hmm. The relationship became less important. Yes. And the issue of being dominant. So he changed into a different argument. Yes. He changed the rules of engagement okay. in his reaction. And you immediately diminished mm-hmm. because, number one, um, it, it it's not the argument you were having. Yes. So it can be very discombobulated yes. when somebody shoots up. It's off everything, yeah. And you don't feel that you've got the script. Mm-hmm. And and then the other thing is he pressed on a different part of you, yes. which was, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is this is now feeling threatening to me. Yes. And as you describe, you're going to fight and fight. Mm-hmm. So, so when you're looking at arguing, um, so my sister and brother-in-law are both quite fiery but mm-hmm. they kind of match each other and, yes. they, and they adore each other. So they, they, they kind of, you know when they're having an argument. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it works but, for them, not But it's it? not dangerous. Okay. If you get me. Yeah. And I don't just mean, I, I don't mean physically, I just mean mm-hmm. psychologically. They, they have the argument. Yes. They, they, they make up and, and that's the framework. If either of them was married to somebody who, like myself, who doesn't have that, mm-hmm. it would be very frustrating for them. Whereas I'm um, married to somebody who is much cower that way, we might kind yeah. of, uh, what's the word? We, we would be in silence for a period of time, yes. let's put it that way. So so you have a pattern of how to do your argument, if you like, yes. which is within a safe comfort zone. That's where it works. Um, what what happens for people when they get into serious conflict is other values and, and sense of security in yourself are getting triggered all the time. Mm-hmm. So if I if I feel as if I'm in danger, my psychology and, and this is actually this is interesting, mm-hmm. this is really interesting. Sorry, I think it's very yeah, interesting. On, yeah. So we think of um, fighting for food and water mm-hmm. as survival. Okay. But the really interesting thing about human beings is we fight for our values as if they were survival. Yes. And we see that in a lot of wars, mm-hmm. and we see it in a lot of communities and so on. So, you, but if you really sit with that, when you get into an argument about something that matters, mm-hmm. and you see the other person beginning to kind of, as you're describing um, there earlier on, yeah, you 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 need to first of all notice it. Yes. And go, oh wait a minute something's triggered or we're great ones of mediation for, but I'm terribly triggered yeah I know but, yeah, but well, there's it's a triggering of a value mm-hmm. and it can make you assume
0: mm-hmm.
1: so if we go back to if I've grown up and I've always been on time because it was a value in our family that you treated people like that then I will assume you're careless because you're late yes i like, could we all be wrong
0: it could honestly be anything in the background. Exactly. Yes. exactly. And it's probably something exactly. you haven't even thought of. Yeah. Exactly,
1: exactly. So, uh, you know, I come from the west coast of Scotland, a, you know, Church of Scotland Presbyterian. Fairness, <laughs> fairness is the same as equal voices. Okay. Yes. Do, do you know what I mean? Yes. So if then I'm in a situation where fairness is sorted out by somebody at the top table sorting things out, <laughs> that's perfectly acceptable. I'm there, going. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> you know? I think, I, think I just want to say something here. You know. I know, but I think fairness yeah. is very important for everybody to. But it's heard. described differently in different yes. cultures. So, so when we're coming to understanding how we are with mm-hmm. each other, um, we we have to be aware of um, how the other person is in the argument. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the other person and taking them in, and and ha- and being able to do that yourself.
0: What happens? We'll say in a case where two people go silent they're like they just don't communicate you did say that that's the way yeah. yourself and your husband yeah yeah yeah, you know. yeah yeah
1: so okay so so we kind of understand how each other are but in you did so you had to learn that yeah we learned yes it. yeah okay. so 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 let's so let's talk about that first okay and then we'll, we'll talk about the mis- mismatching when you've got one of one and one of okay. the other okay so so that's part of learning about each other yes and what happens is you get you, you so you've you've had the argument, you very reacted whatever way, and then you get uncomfortable because your relationship's not all right, yes and that's the point you have to be a wee bit brave and sit down and say, uh, look, um we're going to have to figure this out, or we need to talk this out or whatever mm-hmm. and and you you do need to learn then how to how to sort things out, and we'll come back to that in a minute okay, yes, so coming to the the mismatched arguer, so you've got the one that really wants to talk it all out and the other one that just can't can't go there um that's a different thing that's something that you really do need to observe in your relationship you mm-hmm. really do need to have spotted it that you know um i can't cope not being able to talk to you about this you know when you when you walk off into the other room and i want to talk about it, you say, now mm-hmm. this is where you you have to say okay we're not going to pick the moment where we both feel really hot under the collar to actually talk That's about this. That's not a great time. Yeah. Yes. So let's take both scenarios. Mm-hmm. So you've you've had the the sort of row or you, you've whatever, and it's over, and you're just kind of getting things sorted out again. And the other one is where you know this isn't just this is just the fifteenth time. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing <laughs> worse. So, um, going back to what mediation is, mm-hmm. mediation is a process. It's a process. Where, uh, based on understanding the best way to talk about differences in the right order, shall we say. Okay. So, there's a number of um, things you should do. Number one is you need to say, okay, look, we need to sit down and maybe have an hour or two Mm -hmm. just talking this out. So, you find a time. Now, it doesn't need to be, we're hitting now. Yeah, yeah. You say, look, Friday night could we go for dinner or something so we don't end up in shouting mode choose a venue that you both can relax in so the snug in the pub or um, uh, you know away from kids or away away from to get the kids out for the evening or whatever and then create a comfortable ambience, so, uh-huh. preferably with no alcohol, Okay. because clearly yeah, you want to be able a, to talk, you know. That was also another issue, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe something to eat, maybe, you know, whatever. Yes. But the point is that you sit down, you can concentrate on each other. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an, in mediation terms, what we would have is a safe room, which is confidential. It's a trusting environment so you, okay. you create that and when we're working with people who are actually in the divorcing stage of the relationship we yes. quite often do say go to a, a, a tea shop or a coffee shop that you feel comfortable in that you won't be shouting in yeah. yeah and then you plan a period of time you, you you don't do a four hour discussion you say okay we're going to talk about this for the next hour you okay. know whatever whatever is a length mm-hmm. of time you think you can yes. actually you know um, and you 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 use uh, again you may have covered this already i statements rather than you statements okay so yes you i find it you know i really find when we're having a row and you don't listen to me or i don't think you i li- do you know and then and i feel yeah yes. and then and then you have to really let the other person say well look when you do that i feel as if i'm i'm being stalked mm-hmm. around the house yeah <laughs> i know it. yeah i just can't take it in at that moment it just does my head and you know whatever and and you you really Try very hard to listen with no conclusion. This is the first part of mediation mm-hmm. It's always listening in order to understand now, not necessarily agree this okay. is a big understand yes yeah, so this I is know a big this is a big misconception okay. you don't have to agree with anybody yes, you just need to understand them okay if you thought I understood you, that would feel far more you feel meaningful heard. you are. Well, obviously, an yeah. important part if they're listening yeah. to you yeah. and all of those. Yeah. So, so if okay. you're saying to me, look, blah, 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 you never do this, then I, if I can say to you, um, you know, I never got it before mm-hmm. that this is a real frustration for you. I don't have to say that that's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's that I understand you. Yes. So, so that's the first thing. And then that you understand something of what that is like for me. And then, so that's the first stage. And that's called storytelling and mediation. Okay. We're just talking from where you're at. Okay. And then you move on to what what you're really doing is you're kind of framing the issue or you're, you're option developing. So, you, so okay, given that the two of us are very different people, how mm-hmm. do we not let this happen again? And so that's when you try and think of some answers. So I'll tell you what. Um, I I will give you 10 minutes to go and walk outside and I'll try very hard not... <laughs> Not yes. to, but when you come back in yeah i know okay can you listen to me yes and so they obviously you're, you're trying to negotiate okay. some sort of middle ground and you just look at all to be no raised voices yeah no yeah, yeah. you did Prefer- this i did this I, I, abs- absolutely yeah because you're not blaming you're, tr- okay, you're trying so it's to sort I. something out yes yeah I. yeah yeah so if one of you says but you always do this um there, there's quite a lot of different things you can do there you say well okay um, can you give me a specific example mm-hmm. that we can talk about so I can understand where you're coming from and can you tell me how y- you feel about it so it's, it's that you know okay. um, so it's arranging to sit down and talk about and you agree what you're going to talk about you agree okay. the agenda we're going to talk about how these arguments are happening we're not going to talk about the issues in the argument okay. we're going to talk about the, the, and then we're going to uh, see if we can figure out what we do Mm -hmm. And then you come up with something. Well, at least we understand each other a bit better. So the next time this happens, we know why it's happening. Okay, perfect. You know, you don't have to resolve the world in that conversation.
0: Say you do sit down and say you... Okay, so say you are you do decide to go to someone like yourself, a mediator or yeah. a counselor or yeah. whatever yeah. you decide yeah. to go to. Okay, and you were saying bef- you were saying before that the intention needs to be there. Say yeah, the other person, or say even yourself. You're going, mm. you're only going for lip service. You're going to cover yourself. Blah blah blah. Whatever you either don't want to be there or they don't want to be there or they're not putting in the effort.
1: You know, all of these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for a
0: lot of people here, they're going to be in a situation of when is the right time to actually just cut loose.
1: Well, I'm going to say something very, very straight.
0: We like straight.
1: One of the things I find hardest to witness Mm -hmm. as a mediator is somebody who knows they've been strung along. Yes. Um, there is, again, if you think of compassion and mm-hmm. indulgence, if you're just not saying what you know to be true because you want a quiet life, is that fair? It's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to you and it's not fair to them. It's different if you're unsure. Yes. That's different. Mm -hmm. If you're going to a counsellor to to look at trying to resolve your your marriage and you're kind of ambivalent about it, Mm -hmm. okay, be ambivalent. Don't give up straight away. But once you know, you know or once you're getting into that zone do tell the other person because what the, what what really what really I, I see in these situations and i can only speak from my, my own witnessing is that that other person will have turned themselves inside out to try and make this relationship work because they think there's a chance yes and there's something they stop being the subject of their own lives and they start becoming the object of the, the marriage they're trying to save.
0: Or morphing into the person they need to be yeah, to save exactly, the marriage, exactly, okay? exactly,
1: exactly. Or relationship. And what can happen is if they think or realise that they've been strung along, there's a bitterness there. Okay. And with... So say they're
0: there, okay, and they know that somebody hasn't... Um, like, as a mediator, okay, say you're there, and you can see there's one person making zero effort okay do you say it do you like do you say it? are you do you genuinely want to be in this relationship so
1: um our role so if if you look at that question, that's what we'd call a closed question okay um do you want to be in this relationship? well, okay. they're going to say yes because it, it, it probably it's be in front of the other person for okay. a start off, so if we're in a situation where we know. Um, that there somebody is really quiet or or, or taciturn or not engaging, um, so we're looking for we're looking for um, different things, you know, and one of them is that intention to engage. So you would actually do individual sessions, and, and you mm-hmm. would you would you would a- just ask you tell me a little bit about what's going on for you right now, because our role is to encourage. They might not know. Okay. You see, they might not know themselves why they're not engaging so I, and you might make an observation you might see i i'm just noticing in the session when we're talking about um you know the family home or the, or the children living living separately or whatever that um you're you're really kind of hanging back a little so you would be very careful with your language and i'm just wondering um am i am I missing something is there something I need to understand about where you're at right now so you see all the time it's understanding where they're at okay you know ultimately if you're in um a situation where at there's no engagement then you would say look I don't think there's much point in carrying on unless you feel you can engage or you're willing mm-hmm. to engage cause do you the, say you
0: know, not carrying on with um mediation with mediation
1: yeah yeah
0: is there like I know you said intention if somebody has no intention of fixing it and continuing on doing their own thing at that stage would you advise
1: possibly you should well, break it's up or do my, you, you it's not yeah it's not my place to advise at all I, th- I think um what where where we um where we're working with people they, they're coming to mediation right, right at the start you're you're seeing whether or not they're wanting to separate because we're mediating separations that's specifically what we're doing Counselors when they're working in that arena um are needing to call out. I mean, that's partly what they do is they're mm-hmm. calling out those things, but they're not doing it in a way. I mean, you're not. You're not going to do that in front of the other party. But certainly, I mean, I find myself um, in a situation where I have realized that one is, is really not facing the separation. Mm-hmm. I, I want to help them. Yes, of course. And so you, you would be really very much saying, "Look, it, it seems to me as if this decision that your partner's made is not something that's sitting well with you. Um, how can I help you?" to make the steps you need to make mm-hmm. so you're not prescribing anything. Yes. Uh, and it might be that they do go to counseling before they come back. Um or whatever, you know. It's just
0: making them think about it really, is it?
1: It's yeah, it's it's um you see you have this five stages of grief and denial's okay. the first one.
0: Okay. And that's you know. part of the Yeah, yeah, okay. it, is, it is. It is. Um and for some people like it is grief the breakup of a relationship or the the issues that they might yes, would say, yes. Um, encounter along the way. Like yeah. they're, say in the For case sure. of where someone has cheated on a partner, um, mm. you know, where do you even begin to resolve that?
1: Well, you see, again, it, it, you're, it, it depends whether the couple themselves want to resolve it. Okay. You know, so where are where are they in that? So, you know, if you think about, so if I take myself out of the mediator zone and, and come back to this conversation and think, well, okay, you've got Mary and you've got Johnny and one of them has, has um, had the e- extra, extra relationship, relationship, as it were, extra marital mm-hmm. affair or whatever. Um, well, what, what does the other person want? You know, because it could be, it could be there's a repair there. It can be that, well, look, that relationship was a result of X or Y. Mm-hmm. You, you can't look in. And, and again, we're back to the whole conflict thing. You can't look in and know. Uh, you can't look in and know what's right for somebody else you might have a good idea but you you don't know that okay. the the best thing you can do is give each party um space and time to work out their their needs how are they flourishing how, are they, how what where is their well-being in this can they forgive can they move on can they trust again i can't answer that for any other human being you know yes but i can i can Uh, connect with somebody else and walk with them and help them because it's an amazing thing if you can show somebody compassion you change their brain waves okay yes so is that kind of the whole thing of being hurt yes okay it's literal yes it's absolutely incredible if another human being looks at you and and says you know i'm interested enough in you Mm -hmm. to ask how you are your brain secretes endorphins which helps you to think better okay, and to connect yourself. okay. So if you've got somebody there who's been very diminished by an affair or they're all over the place, then if you say to them, um, I'll give you another example. I used to do a lot of work in schools and uh, you know, little Jenny or Johnny would come home and say to mum or dad, I've been bullied. I mean, it's never quite works out quite yeah, that simply, know, but let's yeah. just for the purposes of this. Okay. So they are, they are an object to somebody else's behavior. If yes. the mother goes, well, that's dreadful. I'm away down to the school. What are they doing?
0: They're undermining them a little bit. They're, 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 them. they're
1: not putting them center in their own lives. No, okay. So the first thing you need to do is you get down to the person themselves. Okay. You sit down, you look at them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they say, well, how are you? what's this been like for you yeah
0: what's the impact yes
1: and and what would you like to happen now with 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 a situation of children you know you're going to have to do something but the point is you let them tell you oh mommy I don't want you to do anything it will be absolutely okay so I'm not going to do anything until we've talked a little bit more okay but mummy can't say that she won't do something Okay. So, so again if you put yourself back into the situation of, of a, a friend who's going through a relationship where there's a, uh, let's say a serial mm-hmm. you know, affairs yes. you know, y- you're saying okay I, I'm here to understand what this is like for you mm-hmm. and I will listen to you and I will help you figure out what's right for you but also I do have a view if you want to hear it I'll give it to you but I'm not going to make the dominant part of our conversation and I'm not okay. going to tell you what to do do, yes. Yeah, that makes all it all makes sense. Yes. And that helps the other person think for themselves.
0: Which is very important because mm-hmm. then they're going to feel a little bit more in control, but they're also going to know how to deal with it when it pops up again, which is very important.
1: Well, well that's right. And I mean, you know, I I, th- I think of my own two uh kids what I wanted for them was to have as much life experience while they lived with us before they went out into well, the world so we could help them figure out how they the wanted to That's the most important be. thing the parents can do for that's their right. kids is get them ready for the real world. That's right, that's right. And, and, and the best protection is somebody's ability to self actualize mm-hmm. speak up and actually make some decisions for themselves.
0: And also know when they do speak up that they're being heard. Yes, it's hugely important.
1: And if they're not being heard, it's not their fault.
0: No, yes, and you need to tell somebody else. Yes, yes. absolutely. Exactly. That will listen. Yeah, I, I mean, I
1: make I make a bit of a joke uh, with my daughter. Uh, you know Sarah you know I, I do joke that she expects somebody to get it because over the years she'll sit down mm-hmm. with me and because of the mediation training I can, I can get it quite quickly yes so I'm saying she wants to kind of shortcut straight in I know yeah she jumps <laughs> straight in what do you have to explain myself <laughs> yeah you should know this yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but they do I mean there's a lot there's a lot now I think young people are amazing I really do I think they're absolutely amazing the way they're they're really working with difference and trying to understand mm-hmm. how not to label and all of that I yeah think I think very, it's fantastic very, mm, We're at a very, very interesting stage. I think
0: um, it would be unfair almost to say that, like, we are talking about conflict, okay? Not all conflict has rules. No. So, what I would say is, I definitely (laughs) don't, okay? So... And I don't know, is this something that you do cover, but what happens in a case where conflict turns into someone actually being afraid for their physical self or in a case where they're being psychologically
1: (coughs) affected or... Okay, so so when when I was talking about the process, the mediation process and how you might sit down and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth, that's moving conflict into collaborative negotiation. Okay. Um, conflict is like that burbling river it it has a a life of its own yeah and and it can it can overwhelm yeah um so the best way i can describe this Mm -hmm. is if you if you think of two people throwing a ball backwards and forwards okay and sometimes somebody throws it too hard and it's sort of, sort of, we'd say in Scotland, skites off the other, okay. and vice versa. So sometimes you're kind of on the back foot, sometimes you're on the front yeah. foot, and it, on it goes. And you're kind of embroiled in that fight mm-hmm. backwards and forward. And you either need a third person to come along and take the ball, yes. or you one needs to stop and go, eh, hey, can we sit down, please? Mm-hmm. Do you know? So that's your normal fight. What you're talking about then is if one person is dominant, yes. that they're constantly hurling very, very mm-hmm. fast and the other person is is just all the time trying to catch all the balls. Yes. Then they stop being able to partake in their own life, and all they're doing is catching the other person's mm-hmm. stuff, shall we say? Um, so first of all, that would be a high conflict uh, scenario where one is dominating. Okay. And there has to be an intervention to give the other person mm-hmm. respite. Um, where you go into, and we'll come back to that in okay. real terms in a minute. But the, the, the where you then have something else, which we've not touched on today, the sort of coercive control, okay. it's where one person deliberately mm-hmm. throws the ball all over the place to keep you on your toes.
0: Kind of like gaslighting, is it? Or a well, little bit? It's,
1: it's like. Um, could be mixed in with that. Yeah, there's any, any technique is used in order that you yes. concentrate on me okay. and my. Okay, and um, what I'm doing is I am running your life by making you dance to my tune, yes, not because I'm annoyed with you and I'm a good arguer, just but for, control. because i just I just need that myself to control you okay now that that's a whole area in itself, yes, but coming back to where one person is consistently dominating the other um one of the concerning things. In families is that that can happen as a matter of course in a family and nobody really in the family notices they're so used to it yes I've seen families like that that there's one
0: particular member in the family that would be
1: yeah and it's tricky because um, the relationship also gives other things Mm -hmm. so it's destructive but it's a relationship okay and it can be very difficult to unpick so you know number one if there is safety issues uh, if there are safety issues i should say then it is a case of um safety orders protection orders police intervention women's aid you know going to the mm-hmm. courts you have to you have yes. to and that's something that is, as I say, is a kind of podcast all of its own. Okay. You absolutely have to take that intervention. Mm-hmm. If if you see somebody in that I mean we, we just heard last week of the um, women's aid and um the hairdressers doing a scheme. Yes. Um it it's a case of keeping the conversation open with that person. Okay until they feel they can talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And in that case, maybe they're living with each other, kind of the example you give there. What happens if someone's in a relationship, okay? Uh, Because we have talked at this stage of kind of a couple of dates in, and it shouldn't be at that stage, but look, sometimes it is. Or they're dating a couple of months, they may not live with each other, and there's an element. Um, Sometimes it can happen that quickly for people. What should they do?
1: Well, (laughs) if somebody is being hit mm-hmm. if somebody is being dominated, if somebody is being diminished
0: and you mean diminished in what way? I, mean,
1: I mean psychologically diminished, okay. I mean physically diminished mm-hmm. in, in the sense that they're dominated by the other person okay. um, I, I mean they are feeling like two inches high all the time they can never get anything right and the rows and the rows and the rows are all about the other person winning and mm-hmm. you're losing then there's only one thing to do and that's get out. okay? Because, um, and I'm thinking of a very close friend of mine had a situation where she was engaged and she said, what will he be like if we have children? Yes. As you travel into a relationship, it is more difficult to get (laughs) out. And you have to, you see, there's a great notion we have that if I love this person enough, they'll change. Or but
0: this thing of they're far yeah. enough in. We've already invested this amount exactly. of time or whatever. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, Look, it's not ideal, but when there's emotions and everything involved, everybody it, thinks like you should just
1: run well, and just whatever. But, d- do you know, it, it's, um, do you know, it, it's, well, he's, he's, he's not great, but he's at least mine. You know, it's mm-hmm. a kind of, you know, uh, my mother used to talk about, she's a speech and language therapist and uh, before mm-hmm. she was married. Um, this is are so going back to the 1950s she would do house calls and the women quite often who were beaten up about mm-hmm. places for what a way yes. of putting it used to feel sorry for her because she was single
0: yes I know you know it's easier see people look at the different yeah. perceptions I think yeah. it's really important that the people know that There is a few different things I would say definitely that you don't need to give a reason. You know the way sometimes if you're so used to someone controlling you that you've had to explain yourself constantly is actually knowing the words that I think I should have nearly been taught as a young girl but because I was a good girl I never said them but the word no with no explanation I think is a hugely powerful word. And the words and explain and I don't really apologize for my French in this, but the words fuck off, you know, like actually and really (laughs) meaning it. And again, with no explanation. Okay, because if you're being pushed to that boundary or you know that someone's trying to control you, you know, you don't always need to find the words. You don't always need to find the explanation. I want to say trust your gut and try and make the decisions faster. Yeah, there's a great... Because you could do this, you could be in this situation for the next six months, a a, year. Absolutely. Ten years. I've heard the other side of it when people come to me after breaking up after a 20-year marriage and everything. So, like, they're the things I would say. No without an explanation. Fuck off without an explanation and make a decision faster. Mm -hmm. When you know it's not right, go.
1: Yeah. There's a great song, just thinking as you were talking, um, that um, this is now back in... Primary school, National School. Um, uh, there's a guy called Tom Shapin, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the brother of Harry Shapin who was kind of big in the '60s. And he does a lot of kids' songs, and one of them is "You're Not the Boss of My Brain."
0: Oh yeah, okay, that's and, a good song. Uh, yes, it's
1: got a real cute little tune, yes. and uh, in the kids' uh, primary school, the, the National School, they, they were taught. They were taught that, and uh, it's a great line: "You're not mm-hmm. the boss of my brain." Yes, you know, y- 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 I'm in here. You, do, mm-hmm. you're not in here you know you're not you don't this, yes. you know and and it's i think it's something about if we come back to think of conflict and it, there's nothing wrong with having an argument or a fight yes. or a disagreement that's normal It's that's normal yes, it shouldn't realm. be fearful of it it's, as you say, within a healthy realm, mm-hmm. you sit down, you have that drink or a cup of tea or whatever, and you go, look, um, that, that wasn't easy, let's sort this out. Yes. But what you're now talking about is something where somebody is not thriving.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: not all right. And there is that um, um, lack of permission to do that to somebody. is not right. No. And there's there is no permission. It's not nope. okay.
0: It and even happens. knowing it's not okay. Yes. You know, if you're second guessing yourself or if you're wondering yes. like I used to always kind of have a sign to myself when I started Googling things, or if I started yeah. keeping notes in the notes of my phone, like thinking, okay, what are the things that are not right? And look, there's going to be some things that just annoy you, there's other things that are major, like you have to listen to them and act on them yeah. um within relationships. And I suppose that's why I wanted to cover this today, because it's mm. it's lovely to think, Oh we'll skip into the sunset and you know we know all the romantic stories and everything yeah. but unfortunately it's not always as straightforward no. as that and
1: and look the the, the the important thing in that skipping into the sunset you should be able to disagree yes you should be able to disagree and have an argument and for it to actually gr- be okay be okay and help you grow in the relationship yeah. you know i i wouldn't be the person i am now if i hadn't lived with somebody who was different enough from me to to kind of learn that those bits that you know if yes. we're too similar we too similar i think the key is what are your values are are your values similar yeah you know are the basics similar mm-hmm. because the rest you can argue about and figure out but if you if your basic the core core uh, way of traveling in the world is similar then you know you've got something to work on yeah uh, but uh, being the same is a wee bit beige
0: yeah I've had same before and there was no arguments and yeah I was saying that before <laughs> the pod you know it was just like uh, there was nothing well look thank you so much for being on the podcast oh, today I really enjoyed chatting with you we could have went on for ages but <laughs> I, I enjoyed all of the conversation thank you so much my pleasure you have been listening to Would Like to Meet podcast with me, your host, Murray Lachman. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you are single or you know anyone that is single and would like to meet someone special, get in touch with us and we would be delighted to chat to you about our matchmaking service, dating masterclass and our dating events at Table for Six. Visit us at lovehq.ie and follow us on Instagram for simple yet powerful dating advice. And remember, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would leave us a nice rating and review. Thank you.